Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from GTD Nordic. I'm Martin Revik and I'm here as always with my friend and colleague Lars Roskil Hendriksen. Merhaba Lars. <laughs> Hi Martin. Good to be back with you and looking forward to learning some great tips with you and our special guest in this episode. If you haven't listened before, uh, our goal for this podcast is for you to help you learn GTD or become even better GTDers so you can be more productive, get a better overview of all your commitments, be better at staying present with whatever you're engaged in. And we hope that you find these episodes valuable regardless of how experienced you are with GCD. Um, and if you want to learn more about the basics of GCD or you need a refresher, we recommend you head back to episodes one through six of this podcast. Yes, and um, as you mentioned, this is an interview episode with Espen Age Hegge from Productive Norge. That's right. So today's topic is GTD tips for students, and we decided to invite Espen on because he is the most uh, the most knowledgeable person about this topic in the Nordics. So let's dive straight in and bring him on. So very happy to have you here with us, Espen. Thanks for joining us. Um, to start us off, could you maybe tell us a bit more about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm the yeah managing director of, of Produkte Norge, as, as Martin mentioned, uh, and um, that's my full-time job now. So I, I teach GTD and I uh, I run this business. Uh, but um, before, I used to be a teacher, so I worked in uh, in the middle school and the secondary school. I've also been uh, involved in in all kinds of education um, policy making. Uh, I've been involved in, in taking care of the students, of being a con- uh, representative uh, for uh, for the student council on the teacher body. So I've been I've been really working with with education and students my my whole life. It feels like uh, mm. so uh, it's it's really exciting to to be able to 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 implement GTD into that context as well. So learning GTD and then seeing how how that adapts for, for students and how they can utilize it. Good. And uh, Lars, you have prepared some questions for, for Espen, I understand. So will you just well, fire first off, off I, I just wanted to mention that that some of you might actually remember Espen's voice from, from previously because yes, he joined us on an episode last week as well around summer, I think it was, about GTD for teachers. So mm. if you think you heard the name before, that's perhaps where. No, I, I think uh, a good place to start us off is to to learn a bit more about the, the program that you're running in Norway, uh, SmartEcnape, to learn more about this and then what does it look like? When when do you start to teach uh, students GTD? What, what what do you start to focus on from a GTD perspective? I think that might be a good place for us to, to start. Yeah. Um, first things first, uh, of course, as you can start with GTD basically at any age. Uh, but of course, the younger the, the child is or the student is, the, the more, more help and guidance the parents or the teacher need to provide. So, so if you ask how how soon you can start, uh, then I'd say that if you're a parent, you can you can start at home as long as your your kid is old enough to to be able to to join in play and do something fun that is uh, based on the GTD methodology. I know I know many people start by uh, teaching kids uh, the concept of inboxes, for instance, that they can mm. when they clean their room, they just put everything uh, that's not where it should be in a, in an inbox, uh, and that could be made into a into a game that even a four or five year old uh, could uh, could participate in 
even though they don't understand why, uh, it's a good practice to to begin with. So, um, so you can really start uh, start at any age, I think. Um, and but, I can um, certainly recognize that as you know, as as recently as this weekend in the summer house, the whole floor was covered in toys. Ask the boys to clean up. No, not interested. Could you maybe ask the boys to just take all the toys and put them on the table? Sure. That works. And then pick up one thing, clarify and organize, mm. decide what it is, place it in the right uh, box. So yeah, I can can echo that as well from a practical perspective. Me too. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like as adults, uh, you know, kids get overwhelmed. Mm. You know, if you tell them to clean their whole room, uh, their brain just shuts down. <laughs> at least uh, many many does that. And, and it's just too much to cope with at once. So just put it all in an inbox first and then taking one and one thing in and deciding where it goes is a lot easier. So, so yeah, uh, that's, that's a great, great way to begin with the GTD, I think. Hmm. Um, but of course, um, at some point you, you also want to, want the kids to, uh, or students and uh, to start learning this and using it on their own with perhaps minimal guidance. Uh, and, and then I think you'll, you'll have to be in, in the mid-teens or thereabout, I think, for because you need uh, the kids to be old enough to to see the value, or or as perhaps I would say, to feel the value, so that they know that without GTD uh, there is a lot of stress, and uh, and their everyday life is is more or less based on 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 avoiding that stress or or coping with it in some way, uh, and they can feel that when they use the GTD practices, they they get more freedom to just do what they want and spend their time the way they want and uh, just be happier. That's uh, as far as I can, I'm concerned, the ultimate goal in, in using GTD is to be happier in how you spend mm. your life. Mm. More content with your life, yes. Mm. Which mm. is yeah. a big problem with uh, for students these days. I think that a lot of people don't are not happy with who they are. You know, there's a lot of pressure yeah. on body, um, how you look, what you do you hang with or right now you don't hang with anyone but <laughs> you play your games with something like uh, like that yeah right you know how to maintain your social life when you're more or less in lockdown or at least uh, cut off from meeting people uh, in person yeah. yeah exactly exactly and i know it as well from from you know starting off with uh, gcd starting off with an inbox uh, i know danish gcders where they have kids that are 10 or you know as recently as this morning i i uh, i checked my inbox and saw an email from from one gcd in denmark where he's working with his daughter and she's 12 she just got an inbox getting everything set up and starting to work the process uh, but obviously needs to be comfortable writing things down and and you know being able to to practice those basic things so at what uh, stage, mm. uh, I know the, the SmartKnip is, is uh, the program in Norway. Maybe you could start off by elaborating a bit on that. I don't remember how much was covered in the previous episode, to, just to, to catch everyone up on that. Yeah, um, it's uh, what we've chosen in, in SmartKnip in, in Norway is to start uh, in uh, the Norwegian Ungdomsgorda, uh, which is from uh, 12 to or 13 to 16 years old. Uh, and uh, because that's that's really a transition phase for for most kids, going from just having fun at school and and showing up and and having a lot of play uh, to making the transition into uh, well college and university later on. So it's from for most kids that's when they first start to feel 
some kind of stress or pressure, uh, I think, related to schoolwork, at least. Mm. Um, so, uh, so, so, so we focused on that period. Hmm? How do you go about then? Where do you start off with GTD? I guess what, you know, it would be interesting for listeners to learn how you approach it there, because maybe they could, uh, if they want to work with GCD with their own children at this age, and how would they start? How do you start in, in that program? Yeah, uh, we we based it around uh, around focus really. So so what we want to to learn kids and students is is how to focus on one thing at a time because that's that's an acquired skill that uh, that many people have lost or or never learned. They're so used to handling five, ten, fifteen different things at a time uh, that they they don't really. Uh, know how to do it any differently uh, and they sure don't know how to do it and still get things done they think mm. that they need to do 10 or 15 things at once to be, uh, to be productive to get everything done uh, and then we come along and say that you're actually faster if you do one thing at a time and and do it right mm. uh, so so that's so, so, sorry that's, can i that's the main focus you? Uh, interrupt yeah. you just for one one second. Are you telling me that uh, you know trying to do homework, listening to music at the same time as you are on Snapchat is not a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. But uh, a lot of teenagers, I guess. <laughs> music. But might doing homework good. and listening to music might work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, add Snap with... or <laughs> or Facebook. Yeah. And... <laughs> or TikTok or whatever is the fad at the moment yeah yes. whatever the latest newest is mm. that's the problem with, with doing this podcast uh, the recording will be out there so so someone will probably wonder what is uh, tiktok what is snapchat uh, <laughs> some years from now mm. but uh but yeah uh you should of course you should only think about one thing at a time so if you need to think about your homework then you should not do anything else at the same time that requires thinking mm. so uh, for some people listening to music does require thinking uh, and I, I would then suggest that they turn the music off or do as I do and, and put on uh, search for cafe sounds on, on Spotify and have that in the background, just some kind of white noise, uh, just experiment. But uh, as long as it doesn't require you to think, then, uh, then yeah, you can do more things at once. <laughs> yeah. And it is, I don't know if you've, um, you know, I'm, I know I made jokingly that, you know, the music and Snapchat at the same time, but uh, when you do homework, but um, there is proven evidence and uh, that uh, listening to music can enhance your focus because it kind of blocks out a channel that wants to distract you. Uh, it, you occupy the channel that needs to be distracted, not to be distracted. But you're distracted mm. with music, which doesn't, you know, interrupt your thinking. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Yeah, and and it's it's a good uh, good point into uh, the next thing you because if you're going to learn how to focus, then you also need to be aware of what is distracting you. Mm. Uh, and that's another thing that we're working on with with the students that you know what what distracts you are are you mostly distracted by visual things, by auditory things. Uh, can you have music on or not? Uh, mm. Should you be in a room by yourself or should you be together with friends when doing homework? Uh, what is, what is, yeah, what's the most optimal setup uh, for, for the different um, places you are during the day? So mm. it's not just homework also, but it's, you know, how to be focused at school. You know, even though you get help from, from the teachers or professors, if you're at, 
at the higher education level, then then you need to know how to block out the distractions when you need to focus. So how do you approach this? How do you then, where do you start? Do you start off with capturing and then, you know, please clarify, organize, et cetera, or do you take a different uh, approach with uh, these, um, um, I guess, teens? Well, uh, for many teens, we need to spend some time uh, just talking about why this is relevant because it's it's relatively new. So just, uh, as I mentioned, we, we need to establish that multitasking doesn't work <laughs> and, and that can take some time. Uh, and once that is done, then we can move on to the, to the other phases of, of GTD, the other, um, implement, implement the other tools. Um, so like capture, clarify, organize, uh, review is, uh, adapted and to to the level they are at uh, both you know how mature they are what age they are um for kids in in the age range that we're we're teaching in norway then a full weekly review uh is tedious <laughs> that's mm. the feedback we get from the kids it's too much so so we try to to narrow it down to simplify it um look at your schedule for school, look at what homework you have, try to plot that in, in the different days, take, you know, the, the whole point of the weekly review is to just see things from a higher level. So mm. not just mm. focus on doing the homework, but, but planning how you're going to get it done. For instance, mm. uh, not just thinking about all the things you need to do this week and the next week, but actually going into your calendar and, and figure out, how how you need to organize it in order to make all the fun stuff happen mm -hmm. um yeah and how does the student react or the young teen react on the um you do this to have more time to have fun aspect of this do they are they positive or are they going eh? <laughs> uh we're we're actually we've discussed this me and um and um, anastina who is my partner in this in norway uh that we might divide uh teens students into three categories based on on you know what what motivates them uh and one category is the those that are motivated by you will get more time to have fun yeah. right uh use this and you will well, uh, we can find all three categories in all, all age groups, but we've oh. been working with, you know, 13 to 16 years old. Hmm. So, so, you know, motivated by, if you use GTD, you'll spend less time doing homework and you'll have more time doing fun stuff. Right? Just, you know, the pure productive aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And then you have, uh, have the ones that are motivated by doing better work. Like if you use GTD, you will, you, your grades will go up. For instance, you you will be more focused. You will learn more. You will, as a result, you will get better grades and you will do better at school. And you can, you know, get into the school you want to get into later on. Hmm. Um, and then uh, there's the the group that uh, perhaps a bit more overlapping uh, with the other two, but uh, that are motivated by feeling better. You know, hmm. they're stressed out. They they're they have too much to think about social life school life family life and and using gtd helps them to to spend the right amount of energy and effort on on each level so that they are they feel better about themselves and how they're interacting with their world mm -hmm. cool. 
Cool. So, so how do you do you get feedback directly from the kids, and then you iterate on the program to improve it? And, and what are you hearing from the, the 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 kids that are picking this up? What what's their feedback? Yeah, uh, we're really much in a in a testing stage. Uh, so, so the feedback is immediate. So, after every session, um, they are asked to just leave some kind of feedback. Uh, it's not always easy to motivate uh, teams to write, a, you know, an, an essay about how, why this was good or bad. But uh, but uh, try to get a few sentences out of them uh, every time so that we can do better. Uh, and of course, we want to scale this. We want this to be a, a part of what we offer to uh, to all schools in Norway and mm. in the Nordic countries. We we know that kids need to learn this uh, some way, and we we think we have the best way to do it. Mm. So I'm I'm just curious now to to lift it because this episode has the name students uh, as a topic. Uh, and what we are talking about more, more is at well, in my brain, pupils more than students. But if you lift it up to students who graduate from, you know, um, and go into university or some kind of higher education, um, how would you adapt GTD for them? What 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 could be if you haven't heard about getting things done at all before? What would you recommend a student to do? Well. Um... In my experience, uh, if they haven't had any kind of contact with with GTD or or these kind of thoughts before, then they would still need, uh, you know, the the introduction that tells them that multitasking isn't good for you, and and really seeing the value of doing focused work and doing single tasking. Uh, so I think that would be a, a great way to start uh, for all age groups. You know, just mm. just making sure that you know the value of focusing on one task at a time. Mm-hmm. That it's not just something you hear, but it's something you know, because that will give the drive to to continue. And for students in higher education, they're so old uh, that uh, that the approach will be more or less similar to to what we do for, for people in, in the workforce. You know, mm-hmm. they... Uh, you just take your subjects and, and and that's your area of focus or your project for that semester, uh, and then you have have next actions to to reach whatever your goal is. Whatever it, a goal in in one subject could be to just get a pass, uh, and in another subject you you might want to aim for a C or a B or an A, you know, mm. or you just want to learn as much as possible in that yeah. subject because it really interests you. Hmm. So, you know, you, in my, in my, in my view, you would just create a project for, for that semester's courses, make sure it's not just finish the course, but, you know, find out what you really want to get out of it Hmm. and then, and then stick to it uh, and, and do a weekly review and, and, and do all the steps in GTD that we know works. Hmm. Uh, But, but the motivation really is key. and, And that's why we start there. You need you need to know that this is good for you. Hmm. So, so would you recommend, um, if, for instance, like I'm, I'm remembering the book GTD for Teens for all people in that world. Of course, you have to understand English because it's not translated to Norwegian yet. Are you listening, yeah. Kaplendam? We need to translate this book. <laughs> <laughs> Kaplendam is the publisher yeah. of David's books in Norway now. So. Hmm. Yeah, um, 
I've heard from from adults as well that think that the GTD fourteens explained uh, the methodology and the concept in a new way. So that mm. even though they had read the book and and even though GTD fourteens is written fourteens, they they got a new perspective and learned something new. So mm. it might be a more easily accessible book for for both teens and students and and everyone who's mm. new to GTD. It it has drawings that are are targeted towards uh, a younger audience, but uh, but if that's not a problem for you, then then sure, go ahead and and read it. And as mm. you say, it's now in in 2021 is is in not in Norwegian it's in English but uh hopefully that will change sometime yeah so so if we are looking at the higher the higher educations and you're on the depending of course on what kind of education you're trying to achieve or try to what exams you want to pass and what what your um, thinking of your career will be but if, if you um want to become a consultant or you want to become a scientist, um, what kind of benefits would GTD give you when you are, if you learn this while you are a student and then what, what, what kind of benefits would you have after in your opinion? Well, it's, well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's much the same as, as the three categories I mentioned earlier. You could, you could use it to spend less time on work, but still doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, you could spend it doing your work as as well as you could, uh, and just being recognized for high quality work and 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 advancing and and creating a career for yourself, uh, or just uh, you know uh, nothing just about it, but uh, having a good you know mental health, uh, making sure that mm. you're you're spending the right time on the right things. Mm. So, so I think for adults as well, in in the yeah, those three categories are relevant. Uh, and and if you learn GTD in school, then you'll you'll hit hit the ground running when you're out mm-hmm. in the workforce. Because still, there are a lot of people that that don't know this, that still tries to multitask, that still tries to to use whatever comes in latest in your mailbox as a priority system, mm-hmm. uh, and. And and that's what we do. As <laughs> uh, that's our our line of work. We we teach people a, a better way to work, mm. and uh, and it's it's really needed. So anyone who learns this in school will have a huge advantage. Yeah, I think so too. I got um, an email just the other last week, actually, from a former student who uh, has had a, a great career um, after school. He attended. Uh, I don't remember a long time ago, I mean, seven seven years ago or something. I did um, a pro bono uh, uh, GTD fundamental seminars for for students in Trondheim, and uh, the the leader of these students he is the person who sent me this email and said that this has been really beneficial for me. It helped me in my career, and landed me the the jobs I wanted in the because I can prove that I am, you know. Um, I have a proven track record of being reliable, which is mm. yeah. about mm. GTD. You know, and the high, high uh, yield of um, productivity. Do you have a lot of things you can show to, and at the same time, you are you are sane. <laughs> you have yeah. you have a life <laughs> in addition, which is not bad uh, when you go to work after you know. Um, and that's the thing, because people think that they have to choose. 
you know, you have to be either productive or stay sane <laughs> and, and, or you have to take time off from work to, to recuperate, to, mm. you know, catch your breath. But, uh, we, we teach stress-free productivity. Uh, mm. and that's, that's a combination that most people think are not possible. Yeah. The, the, mm. the, 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 I think the notion is that if you want to do more, you must work harder. Yeah, but this is not correct. This that use your brain smarter. Don't use your brain as a system. Use your brain as a place to be creative and productive in the moment. Is um, mm. what we teach people. So um, we are at uh, getting to the, the 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 time limit of our podcast. Any questions at the end, Lars, for Espen? You would like to? Ask? I was just wondering what the future might hold. So now we we I think we we managed to transition all the way from from early years all the way up to being uh, students at maybe a university even. And a personal note, I would have loved to. I really would have benefited to to know about GCD as a student. I would have uh, benefited more from the course, learn more, being able to contribute more, finish faster. Um, so many things that I and and I think I think most most GCDers out there will probably recognize that they wish they had learned GTD sooner than they than they actually did. Um, no, but I was just curious. <laughs> I was curious to hear what, what the future then is. Are you uh, the future of Smart Knape or the, any other initiative programs uh, on maybe a someday maybe list to to start off and, and, and teach more young people, whether it's uh, you know the current age group or older or maybe even even younger. Any any thoughts on that? What does the future hold? Yeah, it depends how, how far ahead you want me to look into the crystal ball, um, because uh, definitely the ultimate goal uh, is is to make ourselves uh, superfluous, you know, that you don't need to go to a TTD course because everyone learned it in school. Uh, they already know this. Uh, perhaps they just need a refresher, uh, you know, as as to what to do now that they're, they're out in the workforce. So that's... Uh, when we'll talk about you know desired outcomes uh, far ahead, <laughs> uh, it's that this is available uh, in schools, and uh, we have we have come off our ways, and and we see that the society and and really appreciates these kinds of uh, uh, putting this kind of knowledge into schools. Uh, at least in Norway, we have mm. we have we have subjects now where you, where you're supposed to to learn, uh, you know how to master your life, you know, how mm. to cope with life. That's, that's a part of all school, uh, levels in Norway, at least. Mm. And, uh, so, so there's, there's an opening, uh, and, and we hope to, to show them that GTD is the, the quickest, easiest, uh, less stressful or least stressful way to, to achieve all that. So, mm. But uh, in the near future, we we still have we still have COVID nineteen. We still have uh, stuff going on here. So so for now, uh, it's definitely on on pause. But uh, hopefully, we'll be able to to pick that up again soon. Hmm. And, and for and for those who don't know the history of this, and um, is that Smarticnep is pro bono. It's not going to be associated with getting things done. You will not uh, you will not find. Uh, GTD or getting things done in the um, in the course material. We do this because we we want to. The all this project's been started for because we want to change the world for the students to the better. And uh, and as Espen says, we want to be um, we want to be out of a job at some point, maybe in a fifty years or so. When I don't know how long time that transition will take, but hopefully it will not take for forever because it's really good. It's going to help the world. It's going to be a better place. 
it's going to be easier to become a, to, to be a student. You're going to have a better life after. So and maybe if you don't believe us when we say this, then read the book. Start emptying your head. Start doing the stuff that we talk about in this podcast and see if it doesn't help your life. So, good. Okay, any finishing comments, either of you, before we sign off? Espen? No, just thank you for having me. It's it's a great subject and one that I love talking about. So, okay. thank you. I'm sure we will have you on at a later stage with an update when you have something to tell us. Any, any news, yeah. to send us a ping and we will have you on quickly. So, Lars, will you take us out? Sure, let me do that. Yeah, thanks, Esmond, for, for joining us. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff. Um, and we always wrap up these episodes by uh, letting you know to drop by gcdnordic.com and have a look around over there. You'll find the country websites for each of the, the GCD uh, partners in the Nordics. And on those websites, you can find uh, articles about GCD, links to newsletters, groups on social media where um, natives from each of those countries discuss GCD tools and all that so <clears throat> head on over to to those websites and of course you will also find all of our offerings there both the <clears throat> sorry about that the speeches the coaching seminars both physical and virtual if you're outside the nordics head over to gettingthingsdone.com to find your local partners and as always, we really hope that you find these episodes valuable. I know that I did for sure. Um, and if you do, we really appreciate it when you share the podcast or an episode with a colleague, uh, perhaps rate us on iTunes, give us a thumbs up on YouTube, wherever you're consuming this uh, content. It really helps uh, people discover this. And um, shout out to both <clears throat> Andy and one other person who were kind enough to leave us uh, very nice reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for the uh, kind words. Okay. Thank you everybody for watching and until next time, stay safe and stay productive and have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And today's episode is an interview episode where we interviewed uh, Espen Age Helge. We will interview him here live. So, and uh, I'm making a lot of blah blah now so we can start again because this was a very good... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is for the outtakes. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>